Good afternoon, good afternoon. It's your girl, Victoria Shaw. I'm back with another, what you would call, you know, we on a podcast, but what would you call this today? We're going to talk about today, the stressors and the pressure of becoming your own boss and an entrepreneur in a recession. Not only in a recession, but a time where things are so pivotal and so rough right now. Is it worth it? Is it worth leaving your nine to five to pursue your own entrepreneurship? Or do you keep your nine to five and keep working until your business able to sustain what it is you want to do? The biggest misconception about people is when they start their own business, the biggest lie is that everything's going to go perfectly. It's going to go great. Um, You're not going to have snafus. You're not going to have problems. You're not going to have roadblocks. Well, today on Heal But Scar, we're going to talk about those roadblocks and talk about how you can get over those roadblocks and talk about how you can still push and pursue your dreams and your aspirations, even as you go through the stresses and the pressures of everyday life. So I want to start us off with prayer. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for the hearers of your word, Lord God, but not only the hearers, but the doers of your word. I pray on this day, Father God, that your word would fall on good ground. I pray that the hearers of your word would take in real content and take in real understanding on what it is that you would have for us to learn on today's message. It's not a coincidence that we're here today. We have purpose. We live by purpose. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to give us that purpose and understanding and that we're going to get a step closer to what it is that we called to do. I pray on this moment that Victoria would decrease and that you, Holy Spirit, would increase in me and be able to speak your word in season and out of season for people to encourage and uplift. It's in Jesus' holy and mighty name I pray. Amen family. It's been some days, y'all, where entrepreneurship, I felt like it was hopeless and it was helpless and there was no reason to push and pursue and keep going with it because you know, as the life of an entrepreneur goes, you see so many companies like the Walmarts and the Targets and all these other big box stores and all these big name businesses. And you feel like they don't never go through quarters of being downtime and quarters of not making money. But the whole reason why they do commercials to keep you engaged and to keep you coming in and all these ads is because they do have times of down. They do have times when sales are down. Just like right now, we living in a recession And you're going to hear so many people talk to you about recession-proof businesses. But the only real businesses that's recession-proof are in the medical field. Being a doctor, being a being lawyers always going to be needed no matter what. But the main businesses that's recession-proof is if you work at a grocery store, those people are always going to be needed. If you are working um, in the medical field, it's always going to be a need for you. If you are that savvy business person that do teaching, do designing, it's always going to be a need for you. When you deal with um, the industry that I'm in right now, I'm, I'm one that I have a master's degree in Christian counseling and all that good stuff, but and even teaching in a bachelor's degree. But with that being said, you know, it's always going to be room for teachers. It's always going to be room for counseling because that's one of the things that people always going to need. And it's always going to be um, 
that need for those services, but will people always take them? As far as being a teacher, yes, because our children have to go to school because of higher learning. Um, they're always going to have grants and opportunities for other kids to go to school, but a recession-proof business, it's always going to be a need for food. That goes without saying. So, and there's always going to be a need for certain services because we have to have um, medications and we have to have certain things and we have to have help for the elderly. So, when you talk, or when we talk about recession-proof businesses, and in the industry that I'm in right now, because I'm currently not performing in my field of expertise as far as being a counselor, but I do counsel every day. I have a um, a Facebook group called Virtual Melanin in which sublimation blanks and free tutorials is is so much more than just a craft group. But about five years ago now, almost five years ago, I started this business right before COVID came. I had started a, a small business with doing rhinestone shirts and trying to do something to step out of doing my work that I was doing with my husband's business. So he has his own paint company, but I felt like I was getting older and tired and couldn't continue to be on a ladder and going up so high and doing all the things that he was able to do. But I thank God for the opportunity because it taught me how to paint. It taught me how to do drywall. It taught me things that I can actually utilize in everyday life as a trade. So he was a blessing. And I did that type of work for almost 10 years and learning and all the expertise and the things that he taught me and him being in that industry for over 30 years as my husband, it's been great. It's been wonderful, but I felt like I needed something different. So I went into crafting mostly as a hobby at first, something that I I wanted to try just to get my attention off of what was going on in the current state of America and wanting to change up and add something new to my repertoire to speak. And so I started doing the rhinestone shirts. I was able to show a lady on um, Facebook my first design that I did for her. Um, and she was able to take this, send this design to me and I was able to show her some shirts. So I made my first hundred, couple hundred dollars by doing that first order. And so, you know, for somebody like myself that started off with just $400 in the industry and then was able to turn a profit right away, you usually don't turn a profit right away in business. It's unheard of really. So when I first started off that way, I had my business starting very small um, I was just doing small rhinestone templates and then I started doing vinyl shirts. So then as I learned in this industry, in the crafting industry, it was calming for me. It helped me to, you know, be able to release my creative side and be able to see something come to fruition and complete. We, As people, we always want to see things come to completion and we want to see them be beautiful and we want to see them be different. And for the first few months, I had a lot of frustration because I didn't really understand the machinery, I didn't understand the software, and it took me about four to five months before I can really even get into it and learn anything into crafting. But as I kept pushing and pursuing, then when I got ready to do my first event, COVID hit. So all the events that I had signed up for had shut down. Nobody was allowing you to come to their venue. So therefore, People were trying to reschedule things, but they didn't really know when it would hit and when it would happen, when things would be back to normal. And now we on three years later and COVID is still running rampant. People are still dying. People are still sick. So, you know, it was a changeover from the time when I first got started until now where, you know, some things have opened back up. Um, certain venues and stuff, you went, they still have some places where people want you to wear masks. So, you know, 
And it, and the whole question today is, is it valuable to start a t-shirt business? Is it valuable to start doing tumblers? Is it valuable to start doing a sublimation blanks business? Sublimation blanks is a business in which you use the gases in, in uh, 400 degrees heat to be able to transfer a picture or an image or whatever it is onto a substrate. A shirt of polyester is recommended, but you can use other sources and other ways now that we've learned so many technologies that have helped us to be able to do greater and more things with sublimation. And then we have new creations with direct-to-film. So in the midst of having all those things and all that valuable information over the last four to five years with me, I've learned different ways and I've had to embrace change. One of the true things that you have to learn about being an entrepreneur is you have to be ready to change. You have to be willing to go with the times and go with the flow of the way things is moving. Because with TikTok and Instagram and all these different platforms, you know, you could be faded out within a month. It's always a new fad. It's always something new. So you have to be able to stand with the times. But in all that, you do the key. One of the key things that you have to have and be able to do as an entrepreneur is you have to be authentic to what it is that you're called to do. Because when you step out of the realms of what you are called to do, then you start taking in this thing and you start taking in that thing. And then you're trying to be like that person. And then you lose the authentic you. So when you fine tune what it is, you're totally committed to and what you're totally called here for because God has a precept and a purpose for each and every one of us and there's a reason why we're here and when you operate in that calling you can't help but to succeed because God's going to make sure you succeed in whatever it is you call to because whatever you're called to is going to lead back to his ministry and be able to bless his ministry and be able to help the people in his ministry so I found that niche as I went into the crafting um, community. I started my own group about two years ago. And when I started that group, eventually I started that group just to be able to grow my sublimation blanks business. I went into one of the groups as I was learning how to craft and learning how to do different things. I found out that there was a such thing as sublimation blanks. These are blank substrates, whether it be a pillowcase, whether it be a blanket, but they can take on this heat process where you can add pictures and memory blankets and custom designs and custom lanterns and custom um, frames, photo frames, and so many different things. World, sky's the limit in the things that they have now and that they have this um, coating on that you can actually add this heat and pictures or anything you want to these different substrates. So, you know, it's been a, a life-changing experience for me because I was able to stop doing painting and other work and stop working for other people to go on and take this bit. So I would say to the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur spirit, if you're that person and you've been called to be an entrepreneur and you're called to do certain things, go ahead and take the leap of faith. Don't wait for it to be perfect. Just wait for it to be and take the first step and then God will take the other step with you because whatever he called, he will make sure that you have all the resources that you need. He is the source. And when you know that he's the CEO and he's the source, he will work everything else out according to the way it's supposed to go. I didn't plan on being full-time in my business when I first started. I just was looking for something to keep me going. And then COVID hit, and that put another strain on the business. But I never stopped. I never wavered. I never decided to run. And then I seen a lot of other people started their businesses at the same time I did. But I didn't start my business to be a COVID business. I didn't know that COVID would happen when I started my business. But it brought me a whole new type of income. It brought me something that I was never able to make 
make at a job. It brought me an income that I was never able to sustain with working. Even when I worked for my husband, I can make thousands of dollars in one day off of jobs that we shared the money with. But to be able to do something that didn't call for me being on a 40-foot ladder and changing up that lifestyle and where, I'm in, where I am right now, and I wouldn't trade it in for anything to be able to just wrap a package and ship it off and still be able to make $1,000 and thousands of dollars in one day. So I would say to the entrepreneur spirit, if you have that spirit and you don't have a quit in you and you don't get tired and you don't get weary when things are rough and when things, when things were great in the beginning, when I first started this business, COVID had hit, people were looking for blanks. People was looking for something to be able to sell and do that would keep people engaged. And for a lot of people, they went to wearing t-shirts. So that was a big boom in business for t-shirts and socks and those type of things because people were home more board games and you can create your own custom board games through this um, sublimation thing. So people, and then a lot of places you, you were able to do puzzles and I've seen people became rich off of making puzzles. So sky's the limit in what you can accomplish if you just put yourself out there and stop trying to do so many things. These people just went and started doing puzzles because they wanted to see African-American um, kids and people and scientists and different things um, depicted in puzzles because as a kid growing up as an African-American woman, I never seen puzzles with African-Americans on it. Never really heard about black history until I became a grown woman because they never really talked about black history. But once a month and I'm black 365 days, 12 months of the year. So I'm not just black in February or I'm not just black in June. I'm black all year round. So for this company to take a concept and then to actually be noticed by Oprah Winfrey for doing these puzzles. And now they went from just an interview with Oprah Winfrey talking about their puzzle to now being worth millions of dollars as a business. And they took that one niche, the one thing that they wanted to see for their children with puzzles. So take that niche, that thing that drives you, that thing, whether you're supposed to be a, a, a motivational speaker or whether you're supposed to be a teacher, whatever the gift is that God has gifted you with is the reason why he gave you that gift because he knew he can trust you with it. And he knew that that, that gift would be profitable for you to be able to sustain life and that would be profitable for the people around you because whenever he gives you a gift or something to do it's for everybody it's for the people around you to be able to be blessed too it's not just for you uh, and so what I've learned as an entrepreneur is yes it's worth taking a risk is yes it's worth taking a chance if it's something you've prayed about because no everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur because everybody doesn't like that and everybody don't like the discipline that comes with being an entrepreneur and you definitely have to have a discipline and if you don't have a discipline and you don't have that Maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. You need to be behind a desk with a regular nine to five and doing what it is you call to doing. Definitely, if you know when you're dealing with your own entrepreneur um, spirit, you have to, you're going to have difficult customers. You're going to have the nice customers. You're going to have the complaining customers. You're going to have the customers that worry you, but you still love them. So at the end of the day, and like I have to tell some of my friends sometimes, even though you go through certain things with customers. Without the customer, there is no business. And sometimes when I get these calls and I have to call in about my credit card or something that's going on in my business and I've been affected in some way, they, they the one on the, the first thing they say on the line is, I understand how you feel. No, if you haven't had money taken out of your account wrongfully, if you haven't been charged. So we have to make sure that we're mindful about how we treat customers and how not just the customer that pays us money, but the internal customer that we dealing with even when we're on the phone and we get frustrated with people so 
We have to have a balance. And so I would tell any entrepreneur that it's not for the faint at heart. You're going to work 24 hours when other people are at their job from 9 to 5 and they get off in 8 hours. They have their lunch breaks and then they're able to go home. That's not the case for you. And when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be ready and willing to be able to designate time for your family, designate time for your husband, designate time for your children, even after you've worked and even after it seems like your days never end. And I was telling the some of my ladies today even that when they sleep you be studying when they partying and they drinking and they doing everything that they doing you make sure that you growing your business and you doing whatever it takes to put those times and when they all out on a weekend you do the things that they won't do now but will profit you and build wealth for you and your family later because wealth is built by consistency not by agitacy and and not by being um just you 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 can't build wealth by being inconsistent. You can't build wealth by some people get noticed by a certain person and then things just skyrocket from them. That's one in a million. That's not for everybody. But when you are a Christian, you stand out from the rest for the simple fact that you're an ambassador for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And if that's what he called you to, he's going to highlight you in due time because he never wants us to get big headed and self-seeking and self-sabotage ourselves. He always wants us to have the mind of Christ that we always willing to share and help others but not to the detriment where you're giving them your secrets and you're giving them everything that he's called you to. He wants you to be able to share things, but he wants you to be able to share things in a way where you're helping others and you're a blessing to others without taking away the value from yourself. Because if you allow people to always get, get, get from you, then when it's time for you to sell your services and branding yourself, I just look at giving free stuff to build the audience as a way that people come on on only in that time to get things, something free from your hand. And they never plan on really coming into your business and really supporting you. So you have to make sure that when you do these giveaways and you do gimmicks to get people in, you always have to keep doing them to get people in. You have to do that to get reviews. You have to, I would say, start off with a solid foundation of who you are and let people get the buildup of who you are in authenticity. And then they learn to trust you. And as they learn to trust you, two years ago, you could never have told me that I would be in a group praying for people every morning and encouraging folks. I I would have told you that's not true because that's not the nature of my character. I'm not a person that likes to talk. And then now I'm on a podcast and then I was on the radio this year. So it's like God is totally evolving me into a different place and taking me out of my comfort zone. If you would have asked me 10, 20 years ago that I'd be on the radio or that I'll be on a podcast talking to you, I would tell you not me because I don't like to talk in front of people. But when God has a calling on your life and you're called to execute a certain thing you have to get out there and do what he's called you to and I would never have thought that coming into a crafting group that I would wind up being a speaker and being able to talk to women and being able to encourage others because of where I've been in my story and coming up from a New York girl in Harlem with nothing and not having any information and being a teenage mom it's hard because I didn't understand the assignment from my life a long time ago. I just thought that, you know, when a person don't know what the uses of their body is and the uses of who they are, they abuse themselves and they allow others to abuse them. But when you know who you are, you have to have those fine-tuned moments of valuing yourself the way God values you. So even in business, when you carry that entrepreneur spirit, you're called to stand out. And I found out that over 45 million people this year alone 
decided to quit their jobs to start their own businesses and to so they don't have to go back to a work in a building. And I think that's awesome. It is a powerful time right for for the entrepreneur, but this word recession will help will cause you to want to step back off of the those type of um endeavors and make you want to just stay to the side and not go and per, pursue it. And I'm here to tell you it's always worth pursuing if it's an opportunity for you to be able to do something that's your life work, something that you love, something that you glean from. It's always important to step out of your comfort zone and do what it is you call to because you never know how God's going to turn that thing. And the very thing that you run from is the very thing that was called to bless you. So you never know. It's just a, and when we go through certain things, it's for a reason. And sometimes we find ourselves and feeling like we overwhelmed in that we don't have any hope, but I'm here to tell you there's always hope. And when God has called you to something that means you're unique that means you're different that means you're a masterpiece that means you were called for something greater and maybe people don't understand it right now but it will be a time where they'll understand later and it's not for them to understand it's for you to understand who you are and who you called to be and as you try out different things and you go into different areas you will learn what your niche is as you keep trying because failures and failures learn to be testimonies and tests that you get to pass and things that you get to learn because what you learned yesterday is going to be greater for your tomorrow because you if you're a good learner you learn that the mistake that you made yesterday you won't make tomorrow and it'll make you greater and make you stronger in who you are today so I've made a lot of mistakes in businesses and life and friendships and relationships. I've made all those mistakes, but I'm still here today and I'm still a valuable commodity because I have an idea in my mind. I have a soul in who I am with God and God has a call for my life. So therefore, he will always make sure that I have what I need. He will always make sure that I'm the head and not the tail. See, the way God works and the way God does is so wondrous and so awesome because we can't determine what day he's going to bless us. We can't determine what day he's going to take us to that next level. But what I would say is as an entrepreneur, it's worth the journey. It's worth getting out there because there's a, and with any entrepreneur that be listening to this and somebody that's thinking about going into entrepreneurship, I will tell you it's not for the faint at heart, but keep pushing and keep pursuing and take those me moments for yourself. Take those moments where you have to pull back and you have to take those deep breaths because you're going to need it. You're going to have to know that unless you allow God to be the CEO, Oh, and let him be the, the the owner of that business, then you that means you're going to be doing everything in your own strength, in your own way. And for me, right now in the business that I have, he is the author and the finisher. He is the CEO because if I, I find myself in a lot of days being overwhelmed because I'm trying to do everything my own self instead of seeking him and getting waiting on him to send the right help and the right opportunities, I try to create my own opportunities. And every time I try to create my own opportunities, it never works out the way I want wanted to. I always go through a stronghold and it seems like it takes me back further than it takes me forward. But I'm learning now and then let God have his way and let him control everything. And then let me sit back as the steward and just do it as he gives me instruction on what I need to do, because he will always give you instruction. And if he's not giving you instruction right now, that means shut up, sit down and wait because it's coming. That means that he's getting ready to expel and bring. And I was teaching today on seeds. 
You know, when you when you first put a seed in the ground, that seed has to go down in dark dirt and it doesn't see any light for a long time until it starts growing, until the water starts going down in the cracks and the crevices and to get that nutrients that it needs before it starts growing. But once that thing, that green start coming up and we know we have a valuable plant, that's the same way it is in seeds in your life. As those seeds get planted, what you sow out, you're going to reap back. So if you plant out enough of those seeds of greatness and awesomeness and that you're consistent and all those things meet up to your divine destiny you will be blessed you will make it above you will not be in the back any longer because he said that it's going to be a time where the last shall be first and the first shall be last so if you're in this entrepreneur journey and he's put you in this place he will make sure you have everything you need I didn't say it would be easy but I said if you keep pushing and you keep trusting it will happen and the most important thing you could take out of today is in the entrepreneur spirit you have to be authentic you have have to let the people know what they're buying into. It's always important to let them know who you are. We, If you look at celebrities like Kim Kardashian and other celebrities that have their own brands and their own businesses, you will see that who she is as a brand, she has so many people that follow her and more people than that follow her shapewear. And she always sells out because what she does is she'll drop a link. She'll build the anticipation and then she'll just drop something and it sells out immediately because people buying into her. They buying because this is a person that's transparent. This is a person that lets you know what she's doing every day. This is a person that lets you know what she's buying every day. This is a person that you're watching. This is a person. So you're buying into her more than her products. How many of us know that we don't need any more shapewear? We don't need any, need any new um, makeup companies. We don't need any more eyes shadow we don't need any more makeup but you're buying a brand because of the person that you got to know on tv so for yourself as a business owner you have to learn to brand yourself so people can be into the authentic you and it took me years of having my own clothing boutique to learn this I was behind the scenes. I went to other platforms and was able to sell. And then as I sold my clothes, my own personal clothes when I first got started, because I didn't have the money to be able to buy things that I wanted to sell. So I started putting outfits together of stuff that I used to wear. And then people would buy that stuff. And then as they bought my clothes, then I was able to buy new items and I was able to go ahead. But even in that business, the thing that set me apart was I was colorful. I would put colorful items together and purses and shoes together and people loved that. But then I got on the platform and I started being somebody that wasn't authentic, wasn't was wearing a mask because then I started buying stuff that I seen other women selling. Instead of staying the standout that I was, I went into a box and I started um, buying the same things that they were selling only to find out that the stuff that I had was already good enough and more than enough and the people liked my style but I chose to go another route and then I wound up being stuck with clothes stuck with dresses that nobody bought because I had already had an established audience of 300,000 people that was willing to buy to get the craft the things that I had available but I thought that I wasn't enough because I seen all these other young women selling their stuff and looked like stuff that more people was buying but I had an audience and sometimes we fool ourselves because we take away our own joy because we worried about other people People and looking at other people when we are authentic and call for something so much different. And no matter how many people selling shirts, no matter how many people selling the same classes or whatever it is your niche is, no matter how many um, motivational speakers out there, no matter how many painters, electricians, no matter how many crafters are out there, 
you stand the you stand alone and you stand different because you're not the same. You have a different niche. You have something that you can add a little different than they can. And the main thing that you have that you're different, if you're walking with God, you're an ambassador for the kingdom of God. And he has so much greater things for you. He just wants you to do the possible and he'll do the impossible. You just have to learn that in this journey. You have to keep yourself consistent and you have to get disciplined and you have to know from day to day and week to week what you're going to do. Plan your weeks because if you don't plan, you plan to fail. And I'm learning that right now along with you. I'm learning how to be greater at doing content. I'm learning how to do greater at being marketing. And I knew these were things that I needed that I struggled with. But I've learned that whenever you don't know how to do something, get around the right people in the right room in the right place and let them help you and teach you to get to that place because no man is an island and nobody knows everything. So if you want to be an entrepreneur, it's not for the faint at heart. You've got to be consistent. You got to be willing to be teachable. And I, I've taught this from for the last year in my group. And the same ladies that came in there just for prayer have turned into customers and they've turned into prayer warriors alongside me that help me when I need prayer and whatever I'm going through in my business. And they sending people to me to pray for. But then it's turning into an income as well, because those same people that came in now that they get to know me, they go and buy my products and they want to do memory things. And they want to I've had my customers buy blankets from me and put custom pictures and stuff on it. So it starts one way. I planned on just coming in and selling blanks, but God had another plan. I didn't know I would wind up on the radio. I didn't know that certain things would happen in my life and certain changes and transformations would happen where now I'm not afraid to get up there and pray for women. Now I'm not afraid to get out there and talk to people and allow them to see my face. Now I'm willing to step out of the comfort zone and go to do conferences and going to do other things. As much as God wants for me, as much as he opens the doors for me, I'm going to walk through those doors because from where I was five years ago, versus where I was 20 years ago. I'm not that same girl. I'm not that same person. Let God evolve and and revitalize everything in your life that you thought was dead, everything you thought that, that was hopeless. I'm here to tell you, let him turn it around for you. And if you're calling yourself and God has called you to be an entrepreneur, it's not for the faint at heart, but it's worth trying. It's worth pursuing. It's worth working in it. And I promise you, Coming from somebody that made $400 to almost $78,000 in a matter of that year, from coming from making a few $35 and $20 to making $1,802,000 in one day, I'm, and then moving up and up and up to where I am today, God can do amazing things with you if you just remain fat, remain faithful. Remain available and remain teachable. If you can do those three things and then if you learn how to be slow, you learn how to seek him, you learn how to listen to him, you learn how to obey him, and then you learn how to watch him, let him work. He'll work for you. You ain't got to do all of it. You ain't got to be in the driver's seat all the time. Just move over to the passenger side and let God have his way. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And we're going to talk more in the series this month on the entrepreneur spirit and becoming an entrepreneur and what you need to do to start branding your business and being authentic in your business and who you are because you have to let people know who the real you are and no more mask. Thank you for your time on today. It's Victoria with Heal But Scarred. We talk about all topics here to all people. We we are all women. We are all women. 
Um, no matter what your creed is, no matter what your race is, no matter what your education level is, we will be here to help you and facilitate and push you to that next place to let you know that it's all about Jesus and what he's called us to and change is going to come. But you have to be consistent and you have to be willing to give up and be disciplined so you can get the greater things to come. Have a good day.